Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, October the 14th in 2021 on When I Rise. Today is my son Ezra's 10th birthday. 10? Where have the years gone? I cannot believe our youngest is already 10. So happy birthday, Grom. Uh, Part of my heart, love of my life. I'm glad that you're in our lives. Uh, But back to prayer today. uh, We are continuing to be in year B, proper week 24, which is the 21st Sunday after Pentecost, and on Thursday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the New Testament letter passage of the week, and so we find ourselves back in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Every high priest is selected from among the people and is appointed to represent the people in matters related to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray, since he himself is subject to weakness. This is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins, as well as for the sins of other people. And no one takes this honor on himself, but he receives it when he is called by God, just as Aaron was. In the same way, Christ did not take on himself the glory of becoming a high priest. But God said to him, You are my son, today I have become your father. And he says at another place, You are a priest forever, in the order of Melchizedek. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered, and once once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obeyed him, and was designated by God to be high priest in the order of Melchizedek. This is the word of God for us. One of the questions that we consider and that we get as Bible teachers is when did Jesus know that he knew that he knew that he knew of his greater purpose on the earth? Was it something that he uh, discerned along the way? Uh, Was it something conveyed to them very early on? Um, Was he ahead of his time and he knew about it uh, before anyone else would conceive of what a vocation and calling would be? We certainly want to reject the idea that Jesus was adopted by God. So there's just like this Jesus of Nazareth walking around and he proved that he had a lot of promise and so God adopted him later in the story. But what we affirm is what the church has affirmed from the very beginning that Jesus is God from God, light of light, true God of true God. And so um, Jesus was not adopted, but um, God had a plan in Jesus all along. And so the, the language from Hebrews chapter 5 then helps color and shade in what we mean by that because that's kind of a static idea, but like it still begs a ton of questions. Like, yeah, but like, there must have been some years where he was just, you know, trying to learn how to speak and learning how to eat and learning how to obey his parents. What happens if he didn't obey his parents? I mean, was that, is that troubling in this idea of him being the perfect sacrifice for sins and blah, blah, blah? So what we see here is the writer of Hebrews uh, takes 
uh, great pains in trying to compare Jesus to what a nor- uh, any other priest might do. So a priest was selected from among the people. And so this highlights one of the great ideas of the Christian faith is that Jesus was incarnate, that Jesus was imminent, that he was among us and he was one of us. Uh, he took on flesh and he's able to empathize with us in our weaknesses, as it says above in chapter 4. Uh, but there's also something greater. Uh, there's a greater destiny about him because uh, there's all these hints from the Old Testament that uh, God would bestow love upon a son and that uh, there would be a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Where does that come from? Well, if you go back to the book of Genesis, there was this odd character that comes alongside Abraham at a critical time that helps Abraham consider all of his life experiences and how it was adding up to something greater that God was going to do in and through Abraham. So at a critical time, Abraham was leveraged as someone who could fight on behalf of a group of kings against another group of some other kings. And uh, he was victorious because of it. And so there was a king that wanted to bestow gifts to Abraham because of it. But Melchizedek comes around and he, uh, and he faces uh, Abraham, and Abraham, through his interaction with Melchizedek, doesn't receive these, these rewards from this earthly king, but he instead offers a tenth of all that he has to God Most High. And so Melchizedek is the one who orders this worship for Abraham in order for Abraham's heart and intention to be focused upon God alone. This Melchizedek figure is a mystery. Uh, we, we read about him in Genesis, and then there's also a couple references in the Psalms, which the um, author of Hebrew, uh, Hebrews mentions here. And so there's this sense that perhaps there is this um, godlike character uh, in, entering the story again and again, and there's, it's like a, a foreshadowing of something. And so here's Jesus. He is the Son of God, but he's also in the form of a high priest. He's one who stands between God and human. He speaks the oracles of God to human beings, and he also makes the intercession for the people uh, to God. And so he's this great intercessor, this great intermediator between God and humanity. And so this is how Jesus embodies the work and the calling of God in his life. And so what does this mean for us? I just think, once again, this reminds us of the great provision of God, that God didn't leave us abandoned and said, hey, you figure this out on your own. I'm done trying to deal with you. Uh, But God sent his own son uh, to come from among us and to make plain and clear the path towards our heavenly father. And so you and I are not not left abandoned and alone um, in a place of Uh, naivete or ignorance, but as we uh, dwell upon the Word of God and as we give ourselves to the common way of life in the Christian faith, we are awakened again and again, just like Abraham, that we are are steered away from temptations to to show reverence to somebody else or to some other earthly power, and we are steered once again uh, to the worship of God alone. And we need that today because you and I will hear this, the siren voices of other salvation projects, other ways that we can make meaning for ourselves outside of the will of God. And so what we need to, today is the high priest to come among us once again and uh, to convey the realities and the mysteries of who God is so that our hearts can be awakened and can find their rest in God alone. I just think about that great line from Augustine from Church History. He says that our hearts are restless until we find ourselves in, at rest within the uh, rest within God. 
You and I are restless at some area of our life. Maybe it's in our finances or in our job or in some relational strife or we want something more for our lives and so we're hungering and thirsting to add stuff to our lives or to add stuff to the resume to prove that we um, are important, whatever it might be. Uh, what we need is someone to say, hey, um, those things might be fine in a, at a proper level, at a proper depth of our dedication. But there is a greater dedication, and that is to God and to God alone. And there we'll find our rest, and everything else just facets our life. It doesn't give meaning and significance to our life. And so I have that need today. I think you have that need as well. So I'm going to pray for us this morning that we would take the words of our great high priest and that we would follow his way and that ultimately find our rest within God. So let's spend some time praying along that theme this morning. Father, Son, and Spirit, we cry out to you this morning and we declare that we need you. We need you because there are trap doors and alleyways that we're being lured into which don't lead uh, to great rest and to great life. And so we confess to you that uh, we've tried it on our own, we've messed up, we've hurt others, we've hurt ourselves. Uh, we've been so easily duped and swayed by voices that promised us much but ultimately led us to only hollow places. And so, God, we pray that you would forgive us for the ways in which we have steered off the path of righteousness. But we thank you that with you there is forgiveness, and therefore you are feared. And so we know your forgiveness fresh in you this morning. And we ask that as we start over and rethink our thoughts and reconsider our considerations, that you would speak to us clearly, that we would um, get the intervention from the great high priest, the one who truly loves us, the one who truly will lead us. And so we ask Jesus that you lead us and that we would be able to deny lesser loves and embrace the one true love and so god as we do so may we be led deeper into the life that is truly life and may we find great delight within it we ask all these things in jesus name amen